0: Welcome to the Capstone Cast, where we cast thoughts, theories, and tales to see what we catch.
1: I'm Walt Tanner, and this is Sarah Ellen Edwards, and this is episode three.
0: Welcome to the third episode. Guess what?
1: What, Sarah Ellen?
0: You can now find us on the podcast app. Isn't that exciting?
1: That makes us legit.
0: It does. So you know that little purple button on your phone, if you have an iPhone, it looks like a lowercase i with like two circles, like... I said concentric circles because that's what they're really called. I Googled that radiating out from it. That's the podcast. I would say
1: radiation or like arches.
0: It does. It kind of looks like a a little miniature radio tower too. Anyways, that purple thing. If you click on that, you can find our podcast there. I'm actually going to do a step-by-step on our Insta stories later at Capstone Cast on Instagram to show you exactly how to find us on there. But we are there. If you know how to do podcasts already, you know how to find them. Click on that or whatever podcast player you have. And just search the capstone cast, and you'll be able to listen to our pilot episode, our first episode, and our second episode.
1: And make sure you subscribe because you will get notification when we do another one. Yes!
0: Which we know when that's gonna be now, don't we?
1: We do. We are getting on a rhythm. You know, rhythms are key to life,
0: they are key to life. I don't know what I do without rhythms. Rhythm as a dancer is all rhythm I can think of. Rhythm
1: is a dancer. It's in my head now. Great. Well, rhythm dun, can be a dancer, dun, but it can also
0: be a way to get through life in a good way. So every other Friday, you're going to have an episode that will drop right into your podcast player if you hit that subscribe button. And we want you to. Okay?
1: Man, well, Is there a better thing you could do other than going home on Friday on the way home from work and you listen to Sarah Ellen and I?
0: I can't think of a better what thing. What a
1: great way to start your weekend.
0: And if you're busy on Friday and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to not listen to that on Friday. What a better thing to do on your way to work on Monday
1: mm, than listen to even us. Even better.
0: So we've dropped it at a, like a key time. You can enjoy it on Friday in preparation for the weekend. Or you can join on Monday as you come slowly out of the weekend and head to work. All right. We need your help. So in order for us to show up on other people's podcast players as like a potential podcast i would want to listen to we have to have reviews so we are asking you guys to get on there and give us we don't really want your one two three or four star reviews we really only want your five star reviews
1: and for those that speak spanish cinco
0: (laughs) we want your five star reviews um, I'll even say you don't even have to listen to it, and you can just give us a five-star review. It's if fine. You,
1: if you just know me and Sarah Ellen, and you're just like, I don't ever listen to this, but we would love to leave a review to support this, then we say do it.
0: We say do that. Okay. We're going to have a giveaway. And in order to be a part of the giveaway, we need you to do a review on your podcast player. We want a five-star review. And when you give us a five-star review, your name's going to be entered into a drawing to in- win
1: is there going to be a sophisticated way that we're drawing these or are we just going to write people's name down and draw them out of a hat?
0: Well, I will tell you that if it is under a certain number in which I can draw, write their names and draw them out of a hat, I'll do it that way. I'm hoping that it will require me to find a sophisticated way to do it.
1: I will be highly impressed. I'm going to, be, I'm going to put a number out there. Uh, what is your over-under number? This is a gambling thing.
0: This is a gambling thing.
1: So let's say 15, over-under. Oh
0: I'm going to go over.
1: I'm saying under.
0: Are you saying under? Yeah,
1: I want I want our podcast people to prove me wrong, which doesn't happen very often. So, I want, <laughs> I want the podcast listeners, the stoners out there who are listening to the Capstone cast here, we want you guys to say, "Hey, we want to prove Walt wrong." So, you may just do this so that Sarah Ellen wins, which I'm cool with.
0: She needs a win right now, guys. She needs a win. <laughs> <laughs> please do it. So we want you to get onto your podcast later. <laughs> submit a review. If you don't know how to do that, I'll try to show you how to do that on um, Insta Stories later as well. But it's very simple. Um, one awesome person has found our podcast already and left an amazing review.
1: It was awesome. It was
0: fantastic. Could you please just go read that one and then do something kind of like that? That would be really helpful to us. What you're going to get in the giveaway is a book by Mike Breen who was just here at capstone not long ago and it was awesome and we were all awestruck mostly just because he's super smart and he has an amazing accent and we couldn't we didn't want to talk over him because we just wanted to hear his voice over and, over and over yeah
1: he made the comment that it was as quiet as a library and basically everyone's like because we wanted to hear every word that you said
0: because you sound real smart dude <laughs> um we're gonna do that and because this um podcast is basically brought to you by jesus and coffee we're gonna give you that book and we're going to give you a starbucks gift card boom because that's how we run things. So, we need you to give us your five-star reviews. And I'm not really sure when this giveaway is going to end. So, just stay tuned to our social media to find out when you need to have this done by. Does yeah. that sound cool? Uh,
1: that sounds like a great plan. Okay,
0: probably like a week out. Yeah. That sounds like enough time.
1: Yep. Alright, so when you hear this, let us know. And from a week from now, we're going to be giving stuff away.
0: That's awesome. And please try to prove what wrong. I don't want to tell you what my number is now because now I feel like... <laughs> A little scared to say my number, but please prove him wrong. We want more than fifteen people participating in this.
1: You go to some big time, big time podcasts, and they don't have that many reviews. So true. We, let's let's be let's make big time right here. Prove me Come wrong. I'm, I'm I want to be proven wrong.
0: Okay.
1: All right. So now in this episode, uh, the way we kind of break this up is that we have three segments that we're going to do. So our first segment today is things I am loving right now segment. So we are excited to share some things that we are loving.
0: Yes, specifically books.
1: Books. We've and
0: been little readers this summer.
1: Yes, well, well, you'll hear in mind that I've been reading one for a couple years now.
0: It's fine. It'll. And be it's fine.
1: not the Bible, by the way. <laughs> it's, it is the second largest by bi- second largest book behind the Bible I've ever read.
0: Oh, good to know. So, okay.
1: Uh, well, let me start with my first one, and it is uh, Entree, Entree Leadership by. Um, Dave Ramsey and uh, very interested, uh, obviously listening to Dave Ramsey uh, impacted me and my finances and we just did a series at the end of the summer about finances, but this is the story of kind of how he built his, uh, his company and his leadership principles and the way that he staffs. Um, so, Ben, there's lots of cool stuff I've learned. Again, That's just in the trenches stuff. Uh, one of my major takes takeaways is that pretty much his wife is his final go to person on any major decision. So, he said uh, he gets you know all these executives flying in to trying to convince him to do stuff, and they whine and dine him and his staff. But he said also it comes down to um, a lunch in their boardroom where his wife attends, and if she doesn't like them, uh, she tells him, and he says, "All right, no deal." And uh, he says she can smell a crook from a mile away. So, Ooh. So, yeah. And he's got some pretty cool stories of where she was right. And uh, so it's one of the major things of, you know, of, of what I've taken from this book. I'm not all the way done with it. About halfway through. So I'm excited, hopefully, in the next month to finish it up.
0: I like that principle. I'm here for that one. Um, I have, My first book is a book that I read. I probably read it. I probably finished it, actually, late spring, early summer. It is If You Only Knew by Jamie Ivey. And in this book, she kind of tells the story of her life and then kind of where Jesus entered in and then what's kind of happened since then. It is a great book. I would say, especially if you are somebody that deals with shame or feeling like you don't live up to some ideal, whether that be an ideal on social media or an ideal, a Christian ideal, even like it's, I think a lot of times people think Christians are supposed to have all their junk together and they don't. It's good to hear that from somebody. So one of the things I loved about her book is she talked about kind of like what her life was like before she met Jesus and some mistakes she made. And then she kind of talked about some things that happened in her early days of knowing Jesus. And I think I think it's easy to give grace in those situations because you're like, well, you didn't know Jesus. So like, it's okay. Those mistakes are in the past. And then even when you're like a brand new baby Christian and you kind of make some bigger mistakes, you're like all right, you're just figuring it out. But then she shares something that she has struggled with more recently. And that made me go, whoa, like that made me have mad respect for her. And also give myself some grace of going. I've been a believer for umpteen years. I've been a believer half my life now at this point. Cause I'm 36. Nice. So I became a believer when I was 18. So it just makes me go, I've been doing this for 18 years and I still screw up. Like literally every day I screw up. Like, just ask my children. They will tell you. Um, so it was just good to hear a, a story from something that didn't just happen 20 years ago, but it's, like, more current and how she's dealing with it. And her big thing is um, Jesus is better. So, like, no matter what happens, no matter what we've done or what we think we've done, Jesus is better than all that. So it's great. I highly recommend it. If you only knew about Jamie Ivy.
1: Yeah. I think too often we have high expectations, especially as celebrity Christians, but the idea that... Uh, that it's okay to struggle and that pretty much everybody's str- everybody is a screw up everybody is a sinner and once we realize that and the pressure's off um you know we can actually begin to have freedom yep so um for me uh the books i'm by the way sharing really have nothing to do with jesus uh, i'd have plenty of those books as well but um this one is purple cow by seth, by seth god goodwin god my gosh Where's i your can't heart? even say his name anyway but it's a classic marketing book um that he wrote and uh the purple cows they had basically the idea of how you stand out and it's something that i learned about a long time ago but i'm coming back to it now i'm just going hey how do you stand out uh one going through the idea of marketing and church and series and how we do stuff uh because i think the church is kind of sliding it out of people's radar and that it's not so how do you Um, How do you create something? How are you a believer that you clearly are a purple cow? Um, Because when you drive past, if you saw a purple cow, you'd take notice. You would. And so the idea of going, how's my life stand out Um, in a sea of just kind of, quote unquote, white middle class people and who go to church, Uh, we pretty much all look the same. And so how is our life different and what does that look like? That's not what this book's about, but that's kind of how I'm reading through it in the sense of going, how are we intentionally different that we stand out? um from a very bland world
0: i like that marketing yourself
1: hey we should do Something a podcast we should okay. and market ourselves
0: his name i think is godin seth godin yes okay um right. I'm
1: right i'm not known for my ability to speak even though i do get paid to speak it's okay. on sundays
0: That's where the Holy Spirit intervenes.
1: Power of the Holy Spirit right there.
0: All right. My next book is a book that I've been actually doing with my kids. um, I homeschool two out of three of my kids. And we started a new homeschool group this year. Our co-op day is like a, it's a new thing that we all, all the moms got together and we started a new thing. Anyways, part of it is that we're doing um, a catechism this year, which is really fun and a quick way for your kids. If you grew
1: up Baptist, you have no idea what a catechism is.
0: (laughs) When I, heard the, when, you, when I hear catechism, automatically think Roman Catholics. Yeah. But this catechism I is, think
1: of Indiana Jones. Do you? You know where...
0: Yeah. I don't know where.
1: Okay. Know where. It's
0: okay. You think of Indiana Jones. That's yeah. awesome. This is one time where I don't think of Indiana Jones because my Well, kid, mainly
1: because he's in the catacombs. makes you think of catechism in oh, the, the, the church. Oh,
0: just the Okay, gotcha. All right. Well, this is called the New City Catechism, and it is a more modern version of the catechism it looks very cool it's very cool to look at um i'm trying to look for who it's by i think i know who it's by but i don't want to say it correctly
1: um i mean the Gos- gospel coalition was one of the ones who backed yes, a lot of it tim keller did. was a part of it tim
0: keller's a part and his i guess that's his wife kathy heller she wrote the, kathy keller wrote the introduction yes so we've done the first three questions and i'm going to have walt quiz me and here's my favorite part of this which walt probably doesn't like but they have free songs that go with them. That's oh my gosh. your best way to memorize them. So, Walt's going to quit me on the first three <laughs> they questions. They really
1: have songs that go with these?
0: They have songs. That's how I've memorized it. So, ask me the question. I'm going to tell you the answer. All
1: right, question. So, the catechism is basically a way to remember theology and doctrine, and so there's a whole process in this. So, there are a bunch of questions, and your response is how you learn it. So, that's what this and is. And
0: they're all founded in Scripture. It's not just like yeah, someone yeah, wrote yeah, the yeah, answer. Because yeah, yeah. there's like a scriptural reference that goes right along with it where you can find it.
1: All right, so question one. What is our only hope in life and? Death? Death.
0: that we are not our own but belong to god
1: mm, word for word quote correct question two what is god
0: god is the creator of everyone and everything boom i'm, I'm trying to not sing it that's why i'm pausing
1: <laughs> and by the way if you're like hey what would i say if someone ever asked me that question that's why you learn this that's stuff. why
0: you learn this so you can be like he's this
1: how many persons are there in god
0: there are three persons in one god the father the son and the holy spirit
1: which if you want to base that off of uh, 2 Corinthians thirteen fourteen, that says the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. If you're wondering, hey, where'd the Holy Spirit come from? There's Good. a scripture reference for you.
0: This is cool because you like just get these little truths in your brain when you're a little kid because little kids are sponges and they soak it up, they soak it in, they tuck it away in their hearts, and then you get to have those really cool awkward conversations with them about these things later. But at least they're tucking those little truths away, which is, which is my goal. All right, hit us with your last book. My Mr. last Tanner. one
1: is the one that I've been on for several years now. It is an 800-page uh, book, and it's called Bully Pulpit by Doris Kern Goodwin. And uh, this is a reference from one of my friends, uh, Warren Buffett. Uh, he a, They're yeah. tight,
0: if you yeah. didn't
1: know. No, he, he, he gave a list of books you should read, and I said, hey, I'll read that book. And um, I'm, I'm over three-quarters of the way through it. I'm on page 600. Um, but they haven't talked about preaching at all. So I'm really confused about why this is called Bully Pulpit. <laughs> actually, that's a bad joke. Uh, it's actually about uh, President Roosevelt and William Taft and uh, their, their rise to power— Um and then also um their presidency. So it's been very interesting learning about um just how they grew up and what they came from and uh how they became president. So uh that's basically what I read before I go to bed. So I try not just to watch television uh before I go to bed. So I normally read uh, a couple pages. Sometimes I get through two and fall asleep, sometimes it's ten. Um but it's literally been taking me years and it might be till next year till I finish it. Uh but I really enjoy just reading some history uh before I go to bed.
0: That's awesome. All right, my last book is has zero things to do with Jesus, except there are Christian characters in the book. Um, <laughs> I read Crazy Rich Asians at the beach in less than a week, and it was such a delightful book. There is nothing out there like this right now, except for the uh, number two and number three that this guy has written, which they're movie, of his name. this is a movie. Yes, it's a movie, and I've seen the movie. And I'm not, you guys, I'm not uh, up on pop culture. I'm not. But when something's really good, I will give it my attention. This book is good. It's funny, it's delightful, it's lighthearted.
1: So um, if you need a book to read.
0: I think it is a culture that we don't know very much about at all. And so it's awesome to be represented. And I think awesome to be represented in this way.
1: Okay, is this a book that I read like before I go to bed? Or is it going to keep me up on like no, no, no,
0: so no, 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 no. It's not like that. And it's not suspenseful. It's like, I mean, the movie is in the category of romantic comedy. But mm. it's a good one. Like We haven't had a good romantic comedy in forever. So I'm going to say yes to the Sleepless books.
1: in Seattle. <laughs>
0: That's been a while.
1: When Harry Met Sally. Been a while. Aren't they the same movie? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, a, that's a thumbs up, thumbs down that we'll get to later, <laughs> I think. All right, so Crazy Rich Asians. I recommend the book. I the mo- recommend the movie. All right, so we're going to do some posts on social media. And you'll see them pop up as this episode comes out. Um, we want to know what books are you loving right now. Tell us all about them. Maybe we'll read them. Maybe we have read them.
1: Miguel, give us your suggestions, and uh, we'd Ooh. love to see what. Uh, books you're just digging right now.
0: Every book I read basically comes to me through a suggestion from someone or a podcast. Like, I don't go to the bookstore and just go, hmm, wonder what I'll pick.
1: I judge, I, just it, I literally judge a book by its cover. Like, if it does not have a cool cover, I will not read it. Good to know. True story.
0: True story. All right. Start us up on our next segment, Mr. Tanner.
1: All right. So, uh, this next segment is called Everyday Gospel. And so, one of the things that we say here at Capstone is uh, that we are called to be missionaries for your work live and play and so um the idea of being a missionary so often is the idea that i have to go over the ocean or i have to go to uh, learn a new language but reality is is that christ calls us to be missionaries uh right where we're at and it's the um, last
0: thing he told us to do isn't it
1: Before yes, he ascended it is it's called the great commission boom, Matthew 28. And so uh, one of the things that we want to do is just talk about how we do this uh, in everyday life. And so we're going to start by Sarah Ellen and I just kind of sharing, hey, here's how we're being missionaries, either where we work, live or play. You know, as a pastor, you know, that kind of not really missionary work. It's more of a shepherding work, a little bit of missionary work on the side. Um, So you're going to hear from us about what this looks like.
0: All right. So I don't have very much of a life, believe it or not. I'm home with kids a lot of the time, and then I homeschool those kids. But I do have the opportunity to have people come into my home because all of my children have had some type of special need at some (laughs) point or another. So I have had lots of therapists and early interventionists come into my home over the years. And so um, I don't thump them over the head with the Bible and be like, you need Jesus right now. But I do just speak openly. Um, I don't try to tread lightly and I don't try to hide all my Jesus stuff or my signs or my Bible verses or anything like that. And I really look at those people because I'm home alone a lot with just my children. Um, those people are like my lifeline. And like That's what my I have to say. Like, you're <laughs> like, Thank you. I'm like, you're here. Oh, well, we'll get this speech therapy in a minute. Just talk to me right now. But, you know, we talk about what we're reading. We talk about things we're going through. And some of my therapists have walked through, through some hard things. And because we see each other every day, once a week, for an extended period of time, we have a relationship. And so I just try to be transparent. Um, I make jokes about things that happen at church. I... Tell them books I'm reading when they've walked through hard things. We've had one of our um, early interventionists lose a family member and we've, you know, talked through that. It hasn't been like a rehearsed thing. It hasn't been where I've preached a sermon. It's just been simple and easy. And sometimes it's just as simple as like, hey, you have walked through a hard season and I see that and like, we're praying for you and we love you. Just plain and simple. And that when I say I'm praying for you, I really do mean it. Um, And I try not to say it if I'm not going to actually do it. So... Um, Which, that's, you know,
1: us Christians are notorious for.
0: Yeah, I, I try to only say that when I'm really going to do it. And I probably do it right then. But that's one thing that I've tried to do is just to be transparent with people that come into my home. When I say a lot, we've had lots of foster kids. I'm, I can't, I mean, I cannot really, I'm going to say we've probably had 10 different therapists over the course of my kids' lives be in and out of our home. So I just try to be transparent with those people. Also, um, I started leading a middle school girls'. Small group, we're in eighth grade now. I started with them in sixth grade. I say we are in eighth grade because like we're almost out of middle school and I, c- I can't wait to be done with middle school. <laughs> um, I really signed up to do it so I could do it with another gal uh, so we could do something together. And then that other gal had to do something else and I stuck around and it's been great. And it has been the thing that I've actually tried to move heaven and earth to make sure I can be there. I try to get my kids situated. I try to plan around it. Um, so I can get to do that with those middle school girls, and it's super fun. I love it.
1: And that is definitely missionary work when you are hanging out with, mis- uh, yes, with middle schoolers. Yes, I'm going
0: out of town with them this weekend, and I, like, I really love them, and I can't wait. <laughs> also, I've gone to some sporting events, which if you know me, not Sporty Spice, so I've gone to sporting events to see my girls be sporty and support them in that way too.
1: Well, that's a good transition for me uh, because one of the major major, uh, ways that I try to get to know people in the community is uh, really since we started the church even before I had kids who played uh, was to coach in recreation. So uh, I enjoy teaching and I enjoy sports and so uh, I really enjoy uh, getting down uh, on kids' levels and not only that, uh, spending time with them and having fun, uh, teaching them uh, the games or the teams that we're playing on and then also getting to know um, some of the parents along the way. So have been doing that for 10 years now and it's been cool because some of the kids that I started with are now in high school and are actually about to graduate and they're bigger than me. Uh, and I was coaching them in basketball uh, when they were uh, six or seven years old. So uh, over the years, I got to know lots of different people. I um, got to see families grow. I got to see, uh, been through some hard times with some families as well as they've uh, as they've just, again, gone through the the, the brokenness of, of the world and, and all the things that go with that. So uh, it's just one of the ways, I mean, I literally coach... Like right now, i coaching two teams for my boys, and I now have three boys who are all playing sports right now. So uh, it's normally where you find us, and so we don't really have hobbies. We have sports, and dad's normally there coaching. Uh, I didn't coach one time. Uh, Betsy and I are very uh, sports people, and we're very competitive, and I didn't coach a team one time, and we found out that we were those parents going, hey, why aren't you playing my kid more? Uh, and we were like... We're horrible people,
0: so you need to coach, yeah, to so, keep a good perspective. So I can keep a
1: good perspective. So, <laughs> uh, but no, I'm actually probably getting to the point where I can't keep coaching my kids because I, they're going to get to a level that I'm not um, very good at. So Aww. I'm now going to become a the parent in the stands at some point. I'll get to know parents just by watching kids, just not coaching them. So uh, one of the ways that I enjoy uh, just getting to know people, and I don't we don't tell them I'm a pastor. Uh, normally I end kind of with a deal going we've been praying normally we pray for all of our teams and everybody on our teams uh, when our with our boys um, when we go to bed and so we're praying for them and we let them know that and we know, let them know if there's anything we can do for them or anything that uh, they need from us uh, they have us so um, that's just one of the ways that um, being missionaries in our city
0: it's a good way all right so we want to know from you um, who around you that you see that you're doing life with If it's you and you want to tell us about you, that's awesome. We don't think that's bragging. We think that's awesome. Telling what Jesus is doing in your life is not bragging. Um, So tell us, how are you sharing the gospel where you work, live, and play? Or who do you know that's sharing the gospel where you work, live, and play? We want you to tell us about them. You can tell us on Instagram. If you want to keep it um, private, you can put it in our direct messages. You can slide into our DMs.
1: Slide into the DMs. And
0: you can also email us. We are at capstonecast at gmail.com. So any of those ways you want to get in touch with us and tell us, we're going to be featuring some different people. This is a segment that's going to hang around for a while. So we're going to be featuring some different people. And the idea of that is not for you to go, oh, well, they're doing that. I can do that exact thing. The idea is that you're going to look at what they're doing and then you're going to look around at your life and go, hmm, what can I do? Like, what can I do right where I am, right where God's put me? Because He's got something for you to do. You just got to look around and see what it is. And
1: it's not adding another thing to your life. It's just going, hey, here's what I'm already doing or yep. here's what I enjoy. Um, so the idea isn't that we're adding more things. It's just going, hey, I need to be conscious and intentional of what I'm already doing uh, to be able to put the the gospel on display for the world to see.
0: Exactly. All right. That's going to be a cool segment. I can't wait to share. I've already done a couple of interviews for this and I got a couple more scheduled to do. So it's going to be really cool to hear how different people are doing this. All right, our next segment is quick and easy. It's called Thumbs Up, Thumbs Down. Sometimes Walt and I agree on a lot of stuff, and sometimes we disagree on a whole lot more things. We are good. Like, how
1: many people are gonna actually leave? Yes. Like,
0: we're a good team, but that is not because we necessarily get along. (laughs) So, we have each made a list. This is news to me. What? Oh my gosh. It's like we don't, well, you'll find out some things. Very soon. Um, I was going to say, it's like you don't even know who I am. But based on conversations that we've had in the last few months, he doesn't know who I am. Oh, my
1: gosh.
0: Get over it. All right. So we're just going to throw out. We're going to take turns. He's going to throw out a topic, a word, a thing. um, And then we're going to say, do we agree or do we disagree on it? So hit us with your first one. Thumbs
1: up, thumbs down. We're going
0: thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Okay. All right. Airplanes. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I well, there's some the people man. who hate airplanes and, like, freak out about them.
0: I'm good at it now. Okay. Um, I love to sleep on airplanes. It's my favorite place to take a nap. Gotcha. You like to read on them.
1: I tried. It normally doesn't work.
0: <laughs> All right. My first one is sparkling water.
1: Thumbs down. Two thumbs down. Grody <gasps> to the max.
0: Grody. I haven't heard that <laughs> word in forever.
1: Grody, Grody to, to the, the max. max. That's, me. That's me and Betsy's word.
0: Um, I I used to say thumbs up. And I'm not totally opposed to them. I went through a time where like I had one every day. Sometimes two or three. Ugh. But I found they were giving me a headache. So now it's become more of like a treat. So like a soft drink every once in a while. Not like a, I'm going to have this every day. So I'm actually going to give it a thumbs down because I don't do it Look, day.
1: see, we're two for two until we we're are. not it. All right, bro country.
0: What is bro country?
1: Bro country is like Luke Bryant and all those guys. Are we allowed to
0: say bad words on this show?
1: Sure. We didn't put explicit lyrics. Jeff,
0: Jeff calls it crap when it's like country rap. He calls it crap.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bro, bro country. Bro country. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm Thumbs down.
0: I'm a thumbs up. Uh, Shake
1: anyway. it for
0: me, babe. Shake it for me. Yeah. As Lee Bryan exactly.
1: would say. That's like Florida Georgia Line.
0: I do love Florida Georgia Line. Okay. I'm sorry. There you go. Okay.
1: I'm more of a Chris Stapleton, Eric Church kind of.
0: Eric Church is not country music.
1: Yeah. Oh, Eric. I was thinking. Who are you oh, thinking about? I got
0: it. I was thinking, I was picturing one person when you said Harry Church. No. Okay. No. I, I like those guys too. You like that like
1: old. Real country.
0: Sounding.
1: Yeah. Country, some Outlaw country. Outlaw some, country. Yes. Some might call it.
0: All right. My next one. Men in skinny jeans.
1: <laughs> thumbs down.
0: So you don't think it's a good fashion move? No. You feel thumbs down about yes. that? Yes. I feel like if you can do it, do it. But what I see is too many people doing it that shouldn't be doing it.
1: Yeah. I mean. So,
0: I'm a thumb sideways. I
1: mean, I'm going to go and put a number. If you're over 200 pounds, you probably should not be wearing skinny jeans. I will second
0: that. I will right. second that.
1: I mean, I'm not over 200 pounds, but I just don't, don't really choose.
0: You don't choose skinny jeans?
1: because no, I have a large bottom and this would not be pretty.
0: So, Jeff and I like to quote things that no one else finds funny. One of them was a Ford commercial that came out. And the whole concept was you didn't have to carry a key. You could punch in the keypad. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing was like, for when you're wearing your skinny jeans. <laughs> and we That's laughed so hard. Okay, next one.
1: Um, man buns. <laughs> That's my next one. No pick. way.
0: Yes. I'm going to go on man buns.
1: <laughs> Me too. <laughs> okay. I forget who said it, but they said Big thumbs
0: down on man buns.
1: They said it's the millennial mullet. <laughs>
0: It is. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's a millennial If you want to have long hair man, then wear your long hair down. Please, please don't man bun it. Although if you work in food service and you have long hair right now, you put that thing in a bun and a hair nut. That's all I got to say. All right. Next one. PDA during church.
1: (laughs) Thumbs down.
0: Like a hold hands, hold arms. I'm not talking like make out. I'm
1: talking, yeah.
0: So you're not even for like a... Like a pat on the shoulder, like no. nothing.
1: Leave room for the Holy Spirit. Sloppy wet kiss from Jesus during worship.
0: So the only person that you should be doing that with is Jesus.
1: During worship, yeah. Okay. That, that's the Thumbs tell, down. What is yours? I'm going to
0: tell Jeff to stop trying to hold my hand when we sing then. Well,
1: I, I mean, that's my opinion. I'm not yeah. going to judge you for it.
0: Um, I don't like, I feel like it can go to levels that I don't want to see. But I feel like if you're married and you have your arm around your spouse, I'm okay with that. I think if you're holding hands that's okay I think if your hands are raised you don't need to hold hands anymore like that's an individual thing you don't um yeah okay next one Tanner
1: um the show The Bachelor
0: that's a thumbs down for me pal
1: thumbs down yeah yeah see we have not disagreed on one thing yet
0: Uh, you're right I don't like it I went through a phase where I did like it but now I'm over it All right. all right, um, monogram stuff. Obviously, you don't—you're probably not participating in this because you're a dude. But how do you feel about monogram stuff in general?
1: You know what? I'll give it a thumbs up.
0: You're gonna give it a thumbs up. I mean, I'm
1: not offended by it. I don't—I mean, I'm cool with it.
0: I'm gonna tell you from a practical standpoint. Like, I've got three kids, and they're like very aware of whose water bottle is whose, but I'm not. I'm here for it. Oh. Then I can know. I can know exactly whose is whose. Well,
1: there we go. All right, men and visors.
0: <laughs> Plastic visors or like Velcro visors?
1: Velcro vi- visors. i like okay. The, f- the football coaches who... Yes, I okay. will give it a
0: thumbs up. Unless you're balding, and then I want you to just wear a hat because I don't want you to get skin cancer.
1: Thumbs down. I'm not a fan of the man visor. You're not? No, no I'm not a give fan. Give me of an
0: example of who is not doing the man visor well.
1: I know any man who wears a man visor.
0: Seriously? Yes. I think some people do it well.
1: I'm not. I'm not. This isn't a fashion. <coughs> this isn't a fashion thing. This our is, friend
0: Chris Barno wears a man visor and I think he does it well.
1: I, he. I, I'm just saying. I just don't. I think you should wear a hat. A baseball cap. Not okay. a visor. Okay. Thumbs down. All right. Our first disagreement right there. It Cha-ching. is our first
0: disagreement. All right. This is my last one. I got to pick a good one. Dude's wearing white belts.
1: Um, well, I know who you specifically you're talking about, and it's not me. Um, I still have the same belt from tenth grade. By the way, <laughs> true story. Actually, I have. Is it, it from one. structure? Uh, Britches.
0: Breeches. Dang it, that was a good one.
1: Um, I've kind of pushed on this one. Eh. I mean, I again, I'm not hating on them. I'm not going to wear one. But if, if Duke can pull it off, Duke can pull it off.
0: Yes. Here's what I want to say. Someone who has a platform is funny, and makes fun of his own self, can wear one. But if you are just going to go down the street or go get ice cream with your girl, like, no. You don't need to wear a white belt, dudes. You need to skip that right now.
1: We are not here for the white belt.
0: All right. So, we only disagreed once?
1: Yeah, the whole time. Wow,
0: that was a lot. I expected more. So, if you want to give us some topics and see how we feel about them, do we agree, do we disagree?
1: This, if, is, this can be fun, guys. This I think can be that, fun. This is one you can really invest in. I don't, whether you read a book, we don't really, you know, whether you're a missionary, or you work, live, and play, this is the one you really need to invest in right here.
0: We do care if you're a missionary where you work, live, and play, but <laughs>
1: this, would this is be fun
0: for you to give us things to talk about. All right. That completes this episode. This is our third episode. This is so exciting. We're just chugging right along. All right.
1: So we want to hear from you. What thoughts, theories, and tales do you have about our thoughts, theories, and tales?
0: Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Capstone Cast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player. Make sure you write us comments, y'all. We want to hear from y'all. Tell all your friends. Don't forget about our giveaway. Be watching for information about that on our social media.
1: And that's it. So we'll catch you later. Catch you later.